0: Congratulations!
1: It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary.
2: 10 years. 10
3: years
1: of the Breakfast Club.
3: Doing
2: your thing.
3: Doing what you do doing.
2: And being honest with you. You been had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow! 10 years! Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up.
1: Damn!
4: Y'all getting
1: old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. Whoa, 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 whoa. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God.
4: Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all.
1: The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years.
0: Congratulations.
4: Good
1: morning, USA.
4: Hey, fam. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Today's
5: Wednesday, right? Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. That's right. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Good morning.
6: Good morning. No Charlemagne today?
5: No Charlemagne is out today.
6: Okay. I. You know, I'd never be knowing what's going on. I walked in. And uh, you know, whenever you sometimes you're on the um at home or somewhere else, and I don't know you're here, then I talk over you.
5: Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I am here today. Charlemagne is out. I, Thanks,
6: envy. I, M- I didn't know that. No, I mean, you didn't know if
5: he was coming in late because sometimes he comes in late. But no, he's you out said today.
6: I am here today. Like no, we don't. I'm here.
5: Like you ain't got to talk over me. Okay. All right, but yeah, we are here today. Charlemagne is out. Uh, I think he'll be back tomorrow.
6: All right, now. Um, listen, yesterday was a good day.
5: Mm-hmm. Tell me about it.
6: So I do these Facebook audio rooms, and I did one yesterday on women and investing. hmm And it was great. There's this woman, Nadia Vanderhall, and I just follow her, you know, this app I use for investing called Public. So I follow her on there, so I always like the advice that she gives. hmm And... So I, I just you know, had them reach out to her to see if she would be on the platform with me to talk about investing because she gives really great advice and she did it. And I learned some great things to do on um, for my stocks. And okay. so it was just basically teaching people how you can invest. You only need a few dollars. It ain't like you got to have a lot of money to be able to invest in the stock market, how to learn how to do it. So I'm getting my watch list together right now and coming up with some better habits too.
5: Yeah, I, I, I've been doing playing with the stocks a little bit. I haven't been putting too much money in—maybe twenty-five dollars, forty dollars, a hundred dollars. I don't know. I was never a stock kid. I, I I don't have great advice when it comes to stock market. I just follow my heart. I look at the the products that I actually use, and then I. But you can in always
6: that. learn. Yeah, you know what I'm learn. saying. But that's that's why started. That's why started small. Yeah, that's the main thing. There's so many apps, and it makes it a lot easier. You don't have to buy a full share. You can actually buy fractions, and mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of different ways. But but you just got to get in it. And yeah. so it is actually really fun. And for somebody like you, I think you, you know, it's a, it's a fun thing to do.
5: Yeah, I'm actually on uh Robinhood. Uh I, I don't I don't know anybody at Robinhood. I'm not getting endorsed by Robinhood. Somebody just told me to get a Robinhood account. And I'm up. I, I started with $50 in one account. <laughs> And now I'm up to $639.39. That's great. That makes me feel like if I instead of putting that little bit in, I'd have put a lot more. It would have been made a lot more, but, you know, I just, you know. I, and I it still goes
6: up and down. I still don't understand down.
5: it. It says today, then it says after hours it was up, and then it was this, and it was that. So I still don't know, but I don't but know. But what
6: I learned yesterday, and I guess I kind of knew this, was by the dip, right? So when it's on the down, hey, that's why you do the I watch list.
5: When you dip by dip, oh, dip. All right, we forget dip. it. All right, but... Uh, I just... Things that I like. Like, I I put money into Delta. I I fly Delta. I put money into Apple. I put money into iHeart. I put money into just... Anything that I mess with, I just... But the, the best
6: advice is, though, once you decide it's something you like and you want to invest in it, make sure you go offline and do your Googles and search it and see what's going on in the company, see how much debt they have, see, you know, uh, what what's going on internally, if they have a new CEO, if they're growing, if they're expanding, yeah. what their plans are for the future. Because it could be things you don't use, like if you don't smoke weed, but you want to invest in cannabis. Correct. That still might be something good to invest in. So.
5: Yeah, I'm still not all the way sold because I invested into some Bitcoin. <laughs> and let me, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. One time, well,
6: a different cryptocurrency out there that you can invest in. Her advice was also to not do more than 2% of your portfolio in cryptocurrency.
5: Well, I ain't doing nowhere near that, but all I know is it's down. When I mean down, mm. let me see. Oh, so I start. <laughs> I started, did somebody told me, just put a thousand in it. So I said, all right, let me put a thousand in it. <laughs> what is it at right now, Red? 300. 300. Okay. So I ain't doing that no more. I want to I want to pull a 300 out, but I'm like, let me rock this thing out. Let me see what it does. But, all right. But, you know, you just got to pick and choose. And also, let me shout out to the BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, I'm going to be hosting the red carpet uh, whoop, whoop. this uh, weekend for the BET Hip Hop Awards. Of course, the show premieres uh, Tuesday, October 5th. So, I was out and about looking for something to wear. I don't have a stylist. My stylist is myself. I go to the stores. I try to get the coolest, cheapest thing that I can find. And that's what the I rock. The
6: coolest, cheapest thing? Yeah, because
5: I'm not... <laughs> I don't like spending a lot of money on clothes. It just is. I'd rather spend it on cars, accessories, houses. But when it comes if to if you get a
6: stylist, they could pull clothes for you, and then you can they can bring it back.
5: Sometimes stylists are whack. They give you the worst looking things. They try to be like they try to put you like, yeah, I want you to look like this person. I nah, just it's like my own ish. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, Mark Cuban will be joining us.
6: Yeah, you know I love Shark Tank. I know you like him because of sports and the Dallas Mavericks. Of course,
5: of course, Shark Tank. And then he's bringing uh, Noel Durrity with him. He's the CEO of Twisted Up. Now, Twisted Up is this new thing that uh, if you have kids, you've probably seen it. It looks like a small tennis racket that you use for your hair and it it puts your hair in in different... Why you gotta
6: have kids? Why can't people use it themselves? Just because you don't have hair doesn't mean other people don't.
5: You're right. Maybe you use it for yourself, or maybe, <laughs> like me, I use it for my kids' hair because I ain't got no hair. But it puts you, it makes you, the kids' hair or your hair in dope designs, and it's it's really dope. It looks like a small tennis racket. He created that and is doing exceptionally well. So they're both coming up today, and we'll talk to them. All right, now we got front-page news. What are we talking about?
6: Well, the NBA has released their protocols for virus safety this season. We'll tell you what they are.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, Morning everybody. It's DJ Envy mm-hmm. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right. Now uh no WNBA scores. Oh, here we go. I see it right there. Put it right in front of me. Oh my god. All right, Chicago Sky beat the Sun 10195. Oh uh <laughs> the Aces. Beat The Mercury 96 90. So, Good game. uh, tomorrow is game two, the semifinals. Tomorrow at eight, in the sky, take on the Sun, Mercury, take on the aces. Uh, one at eight, the other one at 10. So Good luck to those women. Now, what else we got? Well,
6: the NBA has released protocols to teams for virus safety this season, and they detailed how unvaccinated players will be tested a lot more than their vaccinated colleagues and also other restrictions they'll have. So if you're not vaccinated, you can't eat in the same room with vaccinated teammates or staff. You have to have lockers as far away from vaccinated players as possible. You have to wear your mask and stay at least six feet away from all other attendees in any team meeting, and you'll be required to remain at home when in your home market. They also need to stay on team hotel properties when on the road. That's stupid. And the limited exceptions are you can go buy groceries, you can take your kids to school, and things like that. That is dumb. You also cannot visit higher-risk settings like restaurants, bars, clubs, entertainment venues, and large indoor gatherings.
5: How, how does that make sense? You want my locker six feet away, but we're on the same court. I'm playing defense against <laughs> you. We're sweating. I can't eat with you, but I could block your shot. We can't talk in the locker room, but I could dunk on you?
6: Now, fully Does vaccinated players, and that's about 90% of the league, will be able to do business as usual. Unvaccinated players also have to get rapid tests on days where the teams are practicing, traveling, <laughs> or having any type of team events.
5: Does that sound right? We we fly the same plane together. We're going to be on the same plane. I guess you're going to put me in the back, you in the front. But I, I, could, I could defend you. I could talk to you in, in a... In a That doesn't make any sense. We can sit next to each other on the bench, but when it comes to eating with each other in our locker room, we can't, that does not make any sense.
6: Now, yesterday, LeBron did confirm that he is indeed vaccinated. Last May, if you guys remember, he refused to say whether or not he was. Here's what he said.
1: I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. I know um, that I was very skepticism uh, about it all, um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to do it.
6: All right. Now, as far as whether or not the other players should do it, here's what he said.
7: You don't think the the issue is important enough for someone with your stature to to speak out
1: on it? You know, we're talking about individuals' bodies. You know, we're not talking about something that's political or uh, racism or police brutality and things of that nature. We're talking about, like, people's bodies and well-beings. You know, so I don't feel like, for me personally, that I should get involved in,
5: in, in what other people should do for their bodies and their livelihoods. I agree with him wholeheartedly. I mean, it's your decision, your body. You make what's best for you and best for your family. I'm vaccinated. I want to protect myself, protect my family, protect my parents, protect the people around me, protect the people I work with. But it's everybody's own personal decision. You can't be mad at somebody because they don't want to take it.
6: Mm-hmm. You
5: can't be mad at that.
6: All right. But you can say, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. All right. Well, that is your front page news. I mean,
5: you can, but we don't know. Like, everything changes weekly. Like, everything changes day by day. We don't know if it's a good idea. I mean, I, I guess... Obviously, it's, it's, he
6: thought it was. That's why he did it. It's a good, good idea it.
5: for me. I think
6: if you get vaccinated, you obviously did it because you thought... It, yeah, You weighed out the options and said... Correct. ...this seems like a better option.
5: Yeah. All me. right.
6: Well, that is your front page news.
5: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Maybe you had a bad morning, bad day, or maybe you had a great day, great morning. Whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Eight 800- hundred. Five eight five one zero five one is it's the Breakfast Club. Why you laugh like that? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're man or blessed.
5: Say it with your chest.
1: We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So
5: if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Dre, man. Dre was popping. Get it off your
2: chest, bro. Hey, man, it was my birthday yesterday. I just wanted. Thank God I was you,
6: man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday You're homie. a Libra. I love Libras. My mom's a Libra. Oh, today's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday to my brother, Brian. My brother's a Libra. My best friend's a Libra.
3: Yeah, man. I shared a birthday with Jeezy.
5: Yeah, Jeezy's birthday oh, was yesterday. I just celebrated a birthday, too, right? Yeah, two days ago
2: it was Weezy's birthday. Oh, and shout out to my niece, Devin Steven. If she can hear this, I love
5: her so much. All right, brother. Thank you. Have Happy a birthday good
2: birthday week, week time man. Time. Hello. Who's this? Yo, this on page. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest, yo. Hey, um, I'm talk- I think we need to shed a light on the good dads, good fathers out here. Has too many good fathers out here that's going through situations that um not getting spoke on them. Enough.
3: For instance, me, myself, I got joint custody. My daughter had it over a year, and her mom's is just oh, disobeying the law and have not allowed me. I paid over oh ten thousand dollars for a lawyer, and I still ain't been able to see her. I just oh. need some help, man.
6: I'm sorry, yeah. that that's awful.
5: Well, shout to all the good dads out there, man. And you keep fighting for, yeah. for custody for your baby, bro.
6: I'm praying that everything works out for you.
3: Yeah, I got down for dads. Um, I created a nonprofit organization, Down to number dads to Dad, to connect with
7: other fathers.
6: Okay.
5: Okay. All right. I'll definitely check it out. That's shout. Good.
6: That's a good support system for other dads who are going through it.
5: Absolutely, man. Because being a dad is, is... Being a mom is difficult, but being a dad is difficult. Yesterday, I had to stay there for an hour and 20 minutes as my daughter showed me how she played Roblox. And... It, well guess
6: what? He would love to have been able to do no, that. No, I with loved his it too, child. but
5: it, it was the worst experience ever because you can't it's not like no, you can it's play not. with her. You just gotta watch her drag uh these things around and jump off these things and she acts It'd like it. would be
6: those moments that I mean I love the it, most.
5: But she act like the doll is her, so every time the doll falls, she'll be like, ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. <laughs> but it was it was the coolest thing until we both fell asleep on the couch. But shout out to my little babies. Hello, who's this? This is James Smith. Hey James Smith, what up? Get it off your chest, brother.
6: That sounds like a fake name. Hey, I wanna um
2: I want to wish my wife a 20-year anniversary. Woo! Uh,
5: 20 years! the love of my life. That's right. I uh, 25
2: years. Br- yeah. I be, I, I've
5: been married I've been 20, 20 years this her. year, too, man. It feels so good, yeah. don't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The best years of my life. That's right. But well, where y'all if going? For her, she ain't, ain't. If it wasn't for her, I wasn't, my life wouldn't be the same. I agree. Where y'all going today yeah. for your anniversary, brother?
2: Um, down in Craven Heights in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'm from Conway, South Carolina.
6: All
5: right. And we y'all going to steakhouse?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like crabby, Mice. It's like a
5: seafood restaurant. Yeah. What's, what's your cash app, bro? I'ma send you some money, man. Oh, I love to nice. see love. I'ma send you some money. I, I don't mean. have a cash
3: app,
2: but oh. um,
5: but you can start one. one. <laughs> I don't.
3: I'm so old. I'm, I don't even have.
5: Uh, uh, damn, right. I was gonna pay for your your dinner tonight. Now man. listen, I'd if love you could, to see black yeah. love.
6: if you could give couples one piece of advice on staying happily married, what would it be?
8: Oh
5: uh, man,
2: uh, one piece of advice: just try to. Do the best you can and have a joyful life with your wife and your kids. Take care of your family
5: and please, everyone, get vaccinated. All right. Okay. I thought you were gonna say communication. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say your wife's always right, but you just, you know, just, just get vaccinated. I'm the happiest man. That's all I can tell you. All right, brother. Enjoy, man. (laughs) Well, all right. Thank you. We'll send that to
6: Pfizer so they can use it. I was gonna
5: actually. (laughs) I was actually gonna pay for his dinner tonight, but all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club.
5: Wake up, wake up. Wake
1: your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello,
2: who's this? What up, though? This me from Detroit. Hey, what up, Dough? Hey, um, what's up with, with your car show? Is there any vendor booths or tables available?
5: Oh, Detroit, yeah. So, Carcella goes down in Detroit on October 30th, uh, a day before Halloween. So, what we're doing is for the kids. You know, is sometimes parents don't want their kids to go out for Halloween. They say it's not safe. So, we're going to do like a trunk of treat where kids could come out there and get candy all day long. So, kids five and under are free. It's a family fun day, celebrity cars, exotic cars. But to answer your question, yes. If you want to be a vendor, yeah, we could definitely put you in. Just email me, uh, DJMVCarShow at gmail.com. And if you haven't got your tickets, make sure you get your tickets ASAP. Where you get the tickets from? Uh, click the link in my bio, or you can go to Eventbrite and just type in DJMB Car Show. For
2: sure,
5: Good. All right, and I'll see you on October 30th. Yes, sir. All right, and we're doing one in uh, Miami as well, 12-12. So, Coachella, Detroit, and Coachella, Miami, all right? Hello, who's this? Hey,
2: this is Kawan from Atlanta. Kawan, what up, man? Get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. I was, hey, good morning, everybody. Good, good, good morning. morning. And I want to know,
6: Ezra, how do you feel about the candy, man? I know you like horror movies. Oh, my God. Uh, First of all, I really liked it. It's so funny that you just asked me that because right before I left to go to Barbados, I ordered it um, to watch it at home on Amazon Prime. So I loved it.
3: Okay,
2: okay. I mean, I I review movies. I have, like, a
3: podcast called Critical Blue Review, Critical with the K. But I kind of felt like it it was kind of... They, they tried to make the Rihanna the main character, and I wasn't
6: really feeling that. Listen, I I had to, I have to go back and watch the original again because I know there were a lot of references to that. So that was one thing I was like, okay, I got to make sure I go back and watch the original Candyman. But I did enjoy it. So, you know, how they updated everything and how they brought back Cabrini Green, even though it's... Right, don't tell right. people. I mean, I think it's Candyman's and Cabrini Green is oh. a part of the plot. It's not. <laughs> no,
5: okay. I didn't see it yet.
3: Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I, it was cool. I gave it, I gave it like a seven out
6: of ten. And that's pretty so. good to me. I, I would give it. I would think I'd give it like an eight. But you know, I love horror movies, and I'm so excited around Halloween because they start putting all the horror movies on all the uh, streaming services, so I get to watch them. Right. Well, yeah, I know you're waiting for the Halloween though. Listen, I'm excited. I, you know, it's hard to get a good horror movie though because sometimes you have your expectations up all high and then you go watch it and it's corny, so. Oh, that's
2: what's up. But yeah, but if, uh, if I can get a plug real quick. Go like ahead. My, uh, podcast. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, brother. So everybody
3: check out my uh, movie reviews, Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K. And right. I appreciate you guys, man, and keep up the great work.
6: Thank you, brother. And shout out to Nia DaCosta. She's a black woman that actually directed Candyman, so that was a big deal, too.
5: That is dope. Hello, who's this? hi this is danny hey good morning danny what's up get it off your chest so this
9: happened probably like last sunday over like a week ago and an incident happened between me and my ex you know it's like a little late night link after the club he calls me tells me to come over i comes over so before i go in i make a mistake and doubt somebody's phone number (gasps) so i didn't think nothing of it Uh So I go, you know, we're you know about to get busy, we're messing around, and the guy texts me like, "You're okay?" Because it's like five o'clock in the morning. So he's like, "I'm not your phone." I'm like, "No, no." So everything got bad, got physical. I got kicked out the house naked. What? And yes.
6: Oh my god!
9: (laughs) I got kicked out the house naked, and then I'm running to my car naked. Like at like five o'clock in the morning, and. He throws a brick, a rock,
6: or something at my back window. What? Oh, he is awful.
5: Yeah. So wait a minute. Wait yes, a minute. Wait a minute. I
6: I just, just want to say this is God's way of telling you stay away from this well, person and never talk to Benz, him again. That's a business. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I think we should think put on hold for asking. E. This is a good Assy. E. Can we put
5: you on hold for yeah. a second?
6: Oh my this God. This is a good I'm one.
5: Sorry. All right, hold on geesh. She threw a brick. All right. well we'll we'll talk to her later and ask ye. And also, today is what? Coffee Day? National Coffee Day? Today's
6: National Coffee Day. That's right. September 29th. So you guys know I have a coffee company, Coffee Uplifts People. And you can go to coffeeupliftspeople.com if you want to learn more. If you're in the New York City area, you can pick that up at any of your local Whole Foods, which we appreciate you going in there because we're trying to stay on those shelves. So in any way that you can support. But Coffee Uplifts People. So make sure y'all support for National Coffee Day.
5: And that was for John, John called, but his phone got disconnected. He wanted to know about your coffee because today was Coffee uh, National Coffee Day. So shout to John wherever you're calling from.
6: Yeah, we have a great cocoa espresso flavor. We also have Ethiopian. We have uh, a Mexico uh, Mexican. All I of like that. E- so.
5: Ethiopians and I like Mexicans too.
6: Okay, good. <laughs> We're Get it off your chest, Olivia. Hey, did, you
5: did you bring coffee
6: up today? Well, we don't have a, any place to make it here. We don't have a coffee grinder. It's real coffee beans. So no,
5: I know nothing about coffee. All right. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way?
6: Yes, and the numbers don't lie. Let's talk about ratings for Netflix. They unveiled some data showing their most popular shows and movies.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
4: Listen up. It's just in.
1: All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club.
6: All right. Well, Netflix has finally publicly shared some numbers for the first time. So you can see what their most popular shows and movies are. Now, when it comes to most popular series, what do you think was number one?
5: The most popular heist. Money heist.
6: That was actually number six on the list. Oh, wow. Uh, Number one is Bridgerton. Season one. Of course,
5: Bridgerton. Yes. Bridgerton, yes. 82
6: million accounts watched that. Number two was Lupin, which I've never seen.
5: No, I haven't seen that either. Then The
6: Witcher... Then Sex, Life, then Stranger Things 3, then uh, Money Heist Part 4, then Tiger King, then The Queen's Gambit, which I watched that whole series, and then Sweet Tooth, and then Emily in Paris. And then when it came to movies, the number one movie was Extraction.
5: Extraction? And I haven't seen that.
6: Me neither. Number two was Bird Box. Number three was Spencer Confidential. I saw both of those.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: All right. And uh, number eight on the list was Project Power. Number 10 was Fatherhood, by the way.
5: I love Money Heist, by the way. I didn't see the last two episodes, so I'm going to watch that later on today.
6: All right, now Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 11. The teaser has revealed that the premiere date is going to be October 24th. So you know I'll be watching because I love that show. And uh, I think that uh, J.B. Smoove is on it for sure. He said the pandemic could be part of the storyline. That was all that he teased so far. It's one of my favorites on there, him and Wanda Sykes. Okay. All right. Now, Sony Pictures Television has launched a 2021 Diverse Directors Program. They're accepting applications. It's part of their overall strategy to identify and engage emerging talent from a wide range of backgrounds. So you'll have the opportunity to get an in-depth education on directing episodic television, as well as have the chance to interact with veteran TV directors, creative execs, and showrunners. It's a very intense workshop with discussion and instruction from working directors, production personnel, entertainment pros, all about the intricacies of pre-production, production, production, and post-production phases. That's dope. All right. So if you are interested in a career in television and film, that might be something amazing for you guys to actually try to go ahead and get your application submitted. You can actually uh the edition begins in january it runs throughout the spring and it's the seventh year that they've done this
5: that's craig get your foot in the door
6: akon's girlfriend according to rumors rosina is gonna be on the real housewives of atlanta now love b scott first broke this story she's the mother to two of his children And she's a close friend of Sheree Whitfield. So producers are bringing Sheree back as a full-time cast member. She was a friend for season 13.
5: Is that his girlfriend or his wife? I thought it was his wife.
6: Now, originally, they were saying his wife. Mm -hmm. But apparently, after the reports broke, his wife, Tamika, went on Instagram and denied that she was the person. She wrote, it's definitely not me.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. She said, I
6: promise I am legally married to Khan. I'm a very private person. And if there's a fake wife joining the show, it's definitely not his real wife. These wives, whoever they are, be all cast. Wait,
5: wait, 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 wait. So Akon's girlfriend is joining the show, but his wife is not? Mm Mm-hmm. So he has a wife and a girlfriend.
6: Akon has said multiple times that he's not a fan of monogamy. And he's said women aren't built to mate with more than one party. Men are. (laughs) As a male, we're natural breeders by nature. Wow. And his his... father had multiple wives.
5: Wow. So his girlfriend is on the show, not his wife.
6: Right. That's what I say.
5: Is Akon going to be in the
6: show? I am not sure about that. I guess we'll see.
5: This is going to be good. I'm going to watch this.
6: All right. Now, speaking of girlfriends and Jeez. wives, Moneybag Yo and Ari Fletcher have responded to the real. Now, Garcelle was commenting on the fact that Ari Fletcher gave Moneybag Yo 28 acres of land as a gift for his 30th birthday. Here's what she said on the show.
4: Last season, Lonnie and I were talking about don't act married if you're not married. This is acting married. That's a really? huge gift to someone that you're not even dating. I mean, that you're not even married to. I feel like if a man gave me 28 whatever acres, I would feel obligated to stay with them if it didn't work.
5: I don't necessarily agree. I mean, some gifts that they give each other are expensive. I mean, he's bought her a Rolls Royce truck, which is $400,000. She has bought numerous jewelry and diamond chains that are a couple of hundred thousand dollars i love the fact that instead of buying that jewelry and those cars you buy some land it's it's the same thing it's a gift they don't have to get married but these are great gifts and smart gifts and smart investment gifts i don't have a problem with that and
6: some people could be life partners and some people get married and they get divorced six months later you can't dictate what's going to happen but if in your heart you feel like giving somebody a birthday gift because you love them you can do that you know, and so Ari responded, "Y'all don't know the half of what he does for me mentally or financially. I've never felt so safe, loved, spoiled, and happy with a person. He loves me and my son so much. I'm sorry that you haven't experienced a love like this. Focus on getting your own land and your husband."
5: Yeah, because some of those Birkins that the, that women be buying and these dudes be buying these women a hundred thousand plus. So the fact that you bought some acreage and some land that. Appreciates? I think that's smart. She I think said, Y'all mad smart. at
6: jewelry and cars, but generational wealth is taking it too exactly. far. Exactly. People will always have something to say no matter what. And Bag Yo said, Love is love. Mind your business. I don't know, already. And then he said, not, thing, not fancy hating on my gift.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. Do your thing, Ari. Right? I think that's great. That's smart all gifts. Right. You should do the same thing for your kids. When it's time to buy kids' gifts, buy stuff like that it appreciates. I think what you're doing is smart. Hopefully it's setting a trend. I all love right. It.
6: Well, that is your rumor report.
5: All right. Now, we got front-page news next. What are we talking about?
6: Yes, and let's talk about Afghanistan. And so U.S. military leaders have spoken on the Afghanistan withdrawal. It's their first appearance before Congress since this happened, and we'll tell you what was said.
5: All right, we'll get to that next. Is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings
1: will never be the same.
5: Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, and the General Insurance is all about making your life easier. The General has flexible payment options, and they allow you to choose your payment date and how you pay. They accept cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit TheGeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news.
6: Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, let's start with some takeaways from what happened when U.S. military leaders have met before Congress mm-hmm. to talk about pulling out of Afghanistan. Now, they did admit to lawmakers that they recommended to Joe Biden that the United States should keep a troop presence there. And earlier, if you guys recall, Joe Biden had told ABC's George Stephanopoulos uh, on August 18th in an interview that he did not get that advice. Here was the question and answer.
10: Your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. that, That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to stay? No, not, at, not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame all troops. They didn't argue against that. So no, no one told your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall.
6: Oh, that's how you save yourself that I can recall. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, the testimony by General Mark Milley, who's the chairman chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and General Frank McKenzie, who is the commander of U.S. Central Command. uh, It actually contradicts what Joe Biden had to say on ABC here is what they said.
2: Yes, my assessment
10: was back in the fall of 20 and it remained consistent throughout that uh, we should keep a steady state of 2,500 and it could bounce up to 3,500, maybe something like that. Uh, in order to move toward a negotiated, gated solution. General McKenzie, do you share that assessment? Senator, I do share that assessment.
6: McKenzie also had said that he warned that the withdrawal of U.S. troops would lead inevitably to the collapse of the Afghan government and the Afghan military. Now, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was asked about this discrepancy, and here is what she had to say uh, in defense of Joe Biden.
11: I'm not going to get in specific details of who recommended what. That was not going to be a sustainable, over the long term, troop presence. We were always going to look at escalating the numbers, at potentially going back to war with the Taliban, at risking casualties. That was not a decision the President was going to make. But of course, he welcomes advice, he welcomed advice. Ultimately, it's up to the Commander in Chief to make a decision. He made a
6: decision it was time to end a 20 year war. Wow. All right, so uh, not sure what's going on with the discrepancies between the General Mark Milley and General Frank McKenzie and President Joe Biden, but you've heard both sides now.
5: Mm-hmm. And let me ask you a question. I asked you this the other day too. Are you uh, happy with the job that Joe Biden has done as president?
6: No, I can't say that I'm happy.
5: Mm.
6: But I don't know too many presidents that you know we're happy about because I think no matter what, there's people that are going to be supportive and people who don't support. And there's a lot of really important decisions to be made. And it's not just the president. It should be a collaborative effort. But... From what these generals are saying, it wasn't a collaborative effort because they made a recommendation and he didn't follow it, according to them. Correct. All right. Now, according to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, she's warning lawmakers that the federal government will probably run out of money. And that could happen by October 18th, unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. So they said that could be catastrophic. It would tank the markets and the economy and delay payments to millions of Americans. So they had uh, previously said that they would run out of cash and accounting maneuvers at some point in October. Now, Senate Republicans have blocked a bill that would have suspended the debt limit, and she has cautioned that this deadline is only an estimate, October 18th, because the federal government's cash flows are subject to unavoidable variability.
5: Yeah, so they'll just do what they always do, just print some more money. That's all they do. They ain't got no money, and they just start printing money like crazy, start giving out crazy loans, PPP loans, and all that other stuff. that's what they'll do, and, and they'll continue not to tax big companies, uh, like your Amazons, like your major corporations that don't get charged tax at all. And they have these loopholes and they, they got to they well, fix Well, it's, it's a
6: debt limit, so they can raise the ceiling on that debt limit and just owe more money that we don't know yeah, where that's coming from. Print but some more money by the it way, it's people. the Senate Republicans that blocked this bill that would have suspended the debt limit. Mm. All right. And that is your front page news.
5: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Right, let me swallow my beer. What? Nothing.
6: What did you just say? Said, swallow, swallow your what?
5: I said, let me swallow right fast. I'm chewing something.
6: Oh, okay. All right, when we come back, <laughs> that was back, so weird. It's not even Freaky Friday.
5: Mark Cuban will be joining us, and also Noel Dirty. Now he is the CEO of Twisted Up. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's it's a little device that looks like a tennis racket, mm-hmm. and they use it on your hair. You can use it on your kids' hair. It kind of gives you. The hair shape, and we're going to talk to him next. If you're a big fan
6: of Shark Tank, you've seen Noel on Shark Tank do his whole pitch. Mm -hmm. And so, actually, Mark Cuban and Damon John, I believe, invested in the Twisted Up.
5: All right. And also, Charlemagne is out. So, if you want to give somebody Donkey of the Day, 800-585-1051. You can give whoever you want Donkey of the Day. All right, your mama, your daddy, your co worker. You
6: say your mama.
5: Maybe your co worker, <laughs> or, or maybe your co worker. Doesn't matter. Whoever you want to give Donkey <laughs> of the Day to, phone lines are wide open. 800 585 1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy we are, The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. We have Noel dirty uh, I try to say with, I try to say with his slang. And also <laughs> oh Mark gosh. Cuban here. Welcome, fellas. What
10: up, what up, what up? How you doing, fabulous. man? Now, yeah.
5: Noel, I didn't know that this was your product uh, when I first seen your name. But well, Envy just...
6: doesn't have any hair, so it doesn't matter. No, not for me, not for me. For <laughs> <Yes. laughs> my
5: yeah. son, for my son. So Twisted Comb is your company. Yes, twist up. Twisted Up.
8: Twisted Up Comb.
5: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you don't know about Twisted Up Comb, that is the device that people use for their hair that kind of looks like a tennis racket. Correct. Right? And... It works very well. I use it for my son's hair. My little son Jackson's hair. So how did you come up with this concept and this idea of this comb
8: that can comb kids' hair?
5: And and
6: as you can see, Mark Cuban uses it all the time.
10: (laughs) 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 My natural
8: is ready. Uh, It just came, it it birthed out of necessity for me. So um, obviously in our culture, right, we've never really had uh, something that we can wake up and go. Every, Every hairstyle that I ever had has some type of maintenance, whether it was braids, waves, curls, texturizers. Um, and I got into real estate. And what started to happen is that I wanted to figure out a way to wear my hair naturally and go to work. Correct. Um, and uh, my cousin came across this, a tennis racket. And he goes, bro, like you can like actually <laughs> twist your hair with a tennis racket. And How that, did your brother come up with like, what made him say, you know what? <laughs> he must've been high. You know, Let me get this a lot of things happening, you know, after midnight, you know, but, uh. Came out, um, I started using it. Um, There's obviously another product out there that you can use, um, which I loved. Um, The only problem, like you said, is that A, I had to replace it like every week. B, it wasn't really portable. So I went to the club and took off my hat and they were like, yo, no hats here. I was like, yo, I can't do my hair. It's all matted. So I just wanted to figure out a way to do this. And a tennis racket worked. It was a one-time buy. So I went and I bought three of them. So, I did very well in real estate and I started traveling. Mm-hmm. And My boy and I went to Brazil and I ended up losing my racket. Um, don't know what happened to oh, it. Oh man,
6: party
8: done. Yeah, so, <laughs> hey, that's a song. <laughs> party done, that is a song. Shout out to my shop. <laughs> um, so we ended up walking up and down uh, Brazil trying to find this tennis racket and it took me like about an hour to find it. So when I came back home, I was like, yo, it is 2017, 2016. That has to be a small tennis racket. Like, there's no way. Went on the internet, couldn't find it. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give myself 30 days to figure out this problem. Um, I ended up shrinking it, went to my barber, and was like, bro, look what I did. And he was like, yo, you have to sell this. At the time, I was like, yo, I'm not about to leave like a six-figure job to do something that I thought was very niche. December of 2016, um, the state barber patrol or whatever you call them, walked into a shop and find them for using um, something called a curl sponge. So he got fined $250 for having it. So he goes, bro, if you don't make this into a product, I am going to do it. So uh, January of 2017, I do the Long Beach International Show. It's like a hair show. Um, I found a manufacturer down in Orange County. Um, I got like maybe about 500 products, sell out the first day. At the Long Beach Show, I found out about Bronner Brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, I only had like about 700, sell out the first day, have nothing to sell Next two days and uh, Bronner Brothers, I find out about this show called New York, um, called Barbacon. Um, Barbacon, yeah, we went there, sold out in the first like thirty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. How many? Um, I think that was like north of a thousand. Mm-hmm. And what was really dope about Barbacon is that they allowed me to be on stage, demonstrate it. So as soon as I got off the stage, Go It was gone. Why uh, didn't you
6: think you needed like two thousand at, I, Con at Con. the
8: time? It's trying to like scale, right? Mm-hmm. So in February, it was still being hand done. How so, much
6: did it cost to make them?
8: Um, in the beginning, about mm-hmm. seven, eight bucks. Ooh, that um, is and then I had to figure out a way to solve the mesh, mm-hmm. right? So um, at the time I was dating this girl, we were at Korean barbecue, and I'm looking at the grill. And I'm like, yo, like, this is exactly what I need. And <laughs> that's, that's why you're not with her no more. <laughs> you go to dinner and you're talking about, what about, I I yeah, talking girl, about it. What thinking about his hair? Yeah, the grill was like shaped like this and it doesn't bend. So right. I was like, I sent the picture of the grill to my manufacturer and he goes, yes, we can do this. So then we started switching out the mold um, and we came up with the stainless steel model. Um, and then we just started running. I went to a show in April in Connecticut called uh, Barber Expo, the Conne- Connecticut Barber Expo. Barber Expo huh? And those four shows, I just completely sold out. So, April of 2017, I turned off the faucet on real estate and mortgages, and I decided to make this a full-time business. Mark and Damon invested into the company, went to show. Tank.
5: Now, was that kind of weird? Because Damon has no hair. <laughs> 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 and I don't think Mark has the, that <laughs> not not the right hair that helped this project. So
10: what made you say, you know what, this is a great, this we, is something I can invest in? Well, two things. One, you heard him, right? Mm-hmm. He knows his stuff, and you know there's there's entrepreneurs who know their business, know their company, but they don't always do the work. Mm-hmm. Noel does the work. Man, he dug in. He understood his industry. He understood the opportunity. And two, I mean, owning the Dallas Mavericks, I might not have the right kind of hair, but I know a <laughs> lot of people who do. Correct, right? Mm-hmm. And the feedback was amazing, and so. You know we closed the deal and we've been working together ever since and the good part about noel is you know some businesses in shark tank i gotta babysit he needs <laughs> no babysitting mm-hmm. you know but it got off to an interesting start right tell yeah. me about when when we you visited with me um in dallas in your car oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh my car broke down so well, uh, wait, wait go so we meet like he's staying at uh okay hotel and that was like an inn yeah, you can
8: say like maybe like three stars. Yeah, I can yeah. put you in a in a in a, in a, in a no a no no pay I, for I so yeah, pay for pay myself, pay. so like I come, from, I come from humble beginnings, but you right? Be like, Look, I got it with the cheapest as cheap as it go. Yeah, like right? to me, that's a good. Yeah, sign, a grind. Man. I'm gonna yeah.
6: get there. Like, I mean, I'm not matter. in the point
8: to spend money. Like correct, it should be for right? the
6: business too. That correct. Correct.
8: Like I don't need to stay in a five star. Like I'm, I was fine sleeping in the end before him. I could be fine sleeping in the inn with him. Amen to that, man. I had no problem with the inn, right? Yeah,
10: but the best part was right. We didn't go, like, there's no meeting room or anything. We're just sitting outside talking, right? And he goes to start up his car. And it wasn't like, okay, I got a nice rental car. (laughs) It was a beater POS, right? It was great. And then (laughs) it didn't quite start. (laughs) Yeah. So, what did you do after that? Now
5: you you talk to Mark, and now your car won't start.
8: Uh, I got it jumped. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Get a jump, it was yeah. Dead. yeah, it was dead. It was dead. It was, dead. It was one yeah.
5: of those where you couldn't turn it off ever
8: again until you got back home. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was Dallas, so it was a rental car, right? Yeah, so I, I just
10: but that's even better, right? To me, that is just to me that was like, okay, I love this guy, man. We're gonna do business forever because he's putting his money in the right spot. Because mm-hmm. the beaters I would rent when I was first getting started, like just nasty cars that you had to buy, right? <laughs> like my first suits were all used clothes, two for ninety nine dollars, buying used polo shirts mm-hmm. used everything because that's what you have to do mm-hmm. right where are you going to put your money and noel was right on that path and on top of that he's not afraid man you can tell when someone truly believes in the product mm-hmm. they got it with them all the time it's not selling that's helping right and so they're happy to talk about it and that was noel
5: now so, noel what's what's what uh, now, now that this product is flying is doing well what's next it. for your business because i'm sure
8: it has to be something what else is next so i want to build out the brand in a sense that it's like how Damon did it, For Us, By Us. Right. You're going to have like the whole twisted up line, um, coming out with another comb, and then just this entrepreneur journey, just figuring out where to put your money now that I have it to make it grow.
10: Yeah, that's the best part, man. The best part of investing in in somebody is the day they hit you up and go, I got all this money. I need ideas on where to invest it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, hey, I'm ready to pay you back all your money and (laughs) then some. We're making money. Correct. I mean, because, you know, getting an investment isn't an accomplishment it's an obligation yeah you know? and some some entrepreneurs realize that and some entrepreneurs fight it and noel was all about it and, and so it was like he worked he busted his ass to get where he had money to invest and you know put aside you know what i got back it's just the fact that he is
5: there all right, we have more with Noel and Mark Cuban when we come back. Don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's brown DJ brown. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Noel and Mark Cuban. Now, you <laughs> both got it out the mud, got it out the dirt. It wasn't generational. Nobody gave you a million dollar loan. Nobody <laughs> yeah, gave you none right. of that stuff, right? <laughs> so now they have plans that if you make over $400,000, they tax the shit out of you. Now, <laughs> think about it. This is your first time. You got it out the mud. You got family. How do y'all both feel about the fact that they're going to tax people that make $400,000 more, way more than anybody else?
8: No comment.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm okay with it. You know, I can't and I'm going to tell you why. When you look at a company and they say that they're a billion dollar company. Right. And they pay $750 in taxes. And you look at yours and you'd be like, God damn, I paid way let
10: me, more than that. Let me, let me just explain that, right? Okay. Please. Not, not that I'm standing up for anybody not paying taxes, right? But what I'm saying is I invest in a lot of companies and not all of them are like Noel, right? Mm-hmm. And twisted up, a lot of them go belly up. Mm-hmm. Like out of my shark tank companies, probably 25% of them turned out to be idiots that are just done. And so when you lose money like that, you get to write it off. Correct. And so if you, you know, in the case of big companies like Amazon, The way that they get those taxes down to zero is by investing in new research and development and new things. And so all those things that make their service better, the government encourage you to invest in those things because they keep create jobs, they Mm -hmm. create new technologies, all that stuff. So if we stop encouraging those things, I think we go backwards. Now, that said, if Jeff Bezos benefits and he puts cash in his pocket, Mm -hmm. pay more.
6: That's when he pays, right. That's Mm -hmm. when you pay your way. Now, let me ask you this. Um, and Mark, I've heard you say before that you don't believe in taking loans from banks. or right. Like, that's the best idea. To start a company. To not. start a company. Right. But when it comes to you, Noel, saying that, okay, I want to get an investor. Because sometimes for people, that's a hard decision. Because now I'm giving away a percentage of my company. I know you give away a higher percentage because I saw the episode. Yeah. It's a very dynamic pitch. But you gave away a larger percentage than you had anticipated. So how do you make those decisions? And what was going on in your head? Because you wanted to give up 15%. Well, I mean, I got
8: the I got two sharks, right? So mm-hmm. for me, it was the mentorship. Um, I'm a firm believer that you know, go work, go go save the money before real estate, before mortgages, before twisted up. I was serving tables, and I served tables for three years and saved a hundred thousand dollars. Like yeah, that, that was that was my goal. I had three serving jobs, mm-hmm. um, and I lived across the street, so I would literally walk to all three jobs and go back home, save and repeat. And I go, yo, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I know at the age of 25, I have, if I have $100,000 in my bank account, life is going to be a lot easier. Absolutely. And, and that was my why. So if anyone that has a dream or wants to go out and wants to get money, there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm a firm believer that there's something that gets created when you do the work because that gave me the confidence to be like, yo, I can, I can start a company from scratch and go on Shark Tank and get a deal. And I got rejected three times. The fourth time, it's like, oh, yeah, you're going on. Mm -hmm. And it's just... No, you tried to go on charting three times. Three times, they turned you down. Correct.
5: There's
10: 30,000 companies a year that apply, Mm -hmm. and they say no to.
5: Now, I want to ask you a question. I want to go off the the, the limb a little bit. I want to talk about COVID and COVID vaccine. NBA has been a big conversation. What do you think about players and taking the vaccine?
10: I think it's a mistake if they don't, but it's their choice. right? I think they're putting their families and their coworkers at, at risk. And it's mistake but i can't force anybody to do anything would i like to see the nba require vaccinations yeah but that's not my call you know at the mavs for non-players we require it i have, I have company other companies that i control i require it that's my freedom as the owner right <laughs> and um i'm not going to force anybody i don't think the government should force you to do it but i think it's the right thing to do
5: what's the best thing you invested in in the worst thing? i think we had uh damon up and he told us uh, a pie thing that he did was one of the best. And he told us one of the worst. I can't remember which was worse. but what was the best and what was one of the worst? The was, Twisted Up was the best. twist <laughs> <Besides,
10: laughs> <other, laughs> Twisted Up, there, there was a, a company that ended up pivoting called um, Panoramic. Mm-hmm. And so they came out with this software that you put in an iPhone 5, so I'm dating it some, and it would make it turn and do a panoramic picture. Then they changed the layout of the iPhone and they had to take the technology and we pivoted to doing computer vision for... Um, cars online. Saw this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so yeah, and so the guy completely changed his business, and so you know, like if you go to Carvana and you can look at a car and you can open the doors <laughs> and yep, spin yep, it, yep. that started from that software on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. So we sold it for, I don't want to say the exact number because I'm allowed to, but let's just say he got a lot of stock, and when he got the stock, the the stock price of Carvana was like eighteen dollars, and now it's like three hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, so that went well.
5: <laughs> okay, now what was one of the worst ones?
10: There was a lot There's of a them. A lot of them that <laughs> just didn't lot. work, right? So I'll tell you one. Like <laughs> when I first went on the show, I, I was a guest shark, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a business, so though. Ain't gonna last. And and so I'm just gonna buy everything and just try to raise some help. Um, <laughs> 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 that's when you know we gotta love me. I'm just gonna buy everything. And just <laughs> that's head. what I did. That's what I did. I just fked it up. Damon, they were all stunned, right? And <laughs> so there was this one company. I'm not. I'm not gonna lay her out. And she had chocolate covered pretzels and we had a deal set up where I was going to help her sell them to Neiman Marcus in Dallas and I knew when it aired that they were gonna blow it out and so she sold them for twenty nine ninety five for the chocolate covered pretzels and her cost was 14 bucks and I gave her I think 75 grand to do the deal on air night I'm thinking okay this thing's gonna blow up and I'm getting reports on her cash and her cash is going down instead I'm like what the hell she goes oh you know we were selling them for twenty nine ninety-five. Our cost was fourteen. Our shipping was sixteen. We oh. decided to give away the shipping for free.
6: Oh my God. I'm oh like, my goodness. Wait, shipping was sixteen? Yes.
10: And she decided to get cause she thought she'd get the customers and da da da. I'm like, but now you're out of money. Well, you'll give me no, I won't. <laughs> and that was it. It was over. Bam.
8: Wow. Yeah. You know now, how do you deal with knockoffs? Ah, uh, did you hear this story? <laughs> no, I didn't. So again, at the time, um, I did get knocked off, right? And at the time, um, wasn't married, didn't have any kids. This is my baby, right? First thing I've ever started from scratch and I saw it grow.
6: He went and fought everyone.
8: Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, what happened was that I, through Instagram, people kept sending me DMs. Yo, there's a knockoff here, there's a knockoff there, there's a knockoff here. And I got to a point where I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I had to be able to do something. So, um, I called Mark. Uh, we had a conversation. He goes, you know, do what you have to do. I fully support it. So, all right, I called my lawyer. Like man, uh, I need you to write me a blank uh, cease and desist patent um, letter. Write it to me. Get on a plane. I fly to New York. I have a bunch of these, and I just go to the stores and. Man, your East Coast <laughs> beauty supply stores are on, like on every corner. Yes, every are. Are. Every it corner. is
6: crazy.
8: Is. Brand names, non-brand, salary, it is whatever. You want, but you want. but you know, like this this a is a street. street in New York where y'all literally <laughs> have like 30. <laughs> it's
6: a big business. It's a big yeah.
8: business. And a lot of black
5: people in New York yeah. they <laughs> they So, um,
8: I did a tour and I went into every single beauty supply store from New York, New, Jer- New Jersey, Philadelphia, oh, well Pennsylvania, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Atlanta, went down to Texas. Um, did Dallas, Houston, um, flew down to Michigan um, and I did that whole entire thing and I would walk into the store, have my little speech, I would smile, I would let them know that I'm not after you, um, I'm just trying to collect these knockoffs, um, if you continue to sell it, you could be held liable, just everything that my lawyer told me that I could say.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, and they would hand over the product and then they would hand over the invoices. And what happened is that I started creating a paper trail um, of where these uh, combs were coming from and a lot of these combs where they were coming from, I had already sent the people that were distributing it, a cease and desist. And a lot of people would say that a patent pending um, doesn't protect you, but it does, right? Because if it gets granted, you have a paper trail, you have legal documentation to go after them, because while it was pending, you sent them a cease and desist and said, you may not be violating the patent, but I'm letting you know that we're in the process of getting one. And if it does get granted and you did did not cease and desist, we have a signed date certified letter that you were informed that this was pending and then you can go after them. So the four main distributors had already got them like last year when I first created it. And I ended up stopping all the knockoffs. Oh, dope. All right. Well, don't move. We have more with
5: Noel and Mark Cuban. Noel is the CEO of Twisted Up. And we'll talk to him some more. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Noel and Mark Cuban. Now, I have a question. What advice would you give entrepreneurs in this new day and age? You know, because when COVID hit, it, it made everybody an entrepreneur.
8: <laughs> so what, 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 yeah. what advice would you give to, to new entrepreneurs? There's no shortcuts. Do the work. There is no, and there's no such thing as getting rich quick, right? Especially with like this whole... Stock market trend, everyone wants to like, oh, jump into the new hottest thing. But if you look at anything that goes up, it's going to go down, right? So like do the work. There is some type of confidence that comes in doing the work. Whatever you want to do in this world, you don't have to try to recreate it. There is someone that has done it. Just go online and follow the blueprint. Damon John is a perfect example. He's, he's black, he's an entrepreneur, and he's very good at it. So I can't make the excuse that I can't be a successful black entrepreneur because there's many of them that are doing it. I just go out there and do the earn your leisure guys Rashad even yourself Mm -hmm. like you guys are out there promoting financial education like there is no excuse go online and learn something go on YouTube go on Google Google and emerge yourself and learn something new every single day treat it like a job. What would you say Mark?
6: Watch Shark Tank. No, I I actually really love watching Shark Tank. First of all, it comes on a lot. A lot. But I learn a lot about how to pitch. And like I've hosted things like um, Demo Day in Detroit. They do a Demo Day where locally they're able to pitch. I'm hosting Black Entrepreneurs Day for um, Damon John. That's great. Yeah. So I love watching people pitch. And like like I said, Noel, yours was really good because it was it was entertaining. It was interesting, and you had a great product. Thank and you. that's really where it all starts. Exactly. But if right. you can passionately speak to what it is that you're selling or that you're trying to get an investment in, I think that means a lot. And you have a lot of knowledge about it.
10: Yeah. Well, no, that was exactly right. You got to do the work. Right. It's not like, OK, I'm starting a business. Now it gets easy. No, it's the exact opposite. You know like like I tell everybody you got to work like someone's out there trying to kick your ass all day every day Now
5: how do you create your team with with this era of, of super teams there right yeah. you know I'm from the era where uh, somebody stayed on that team till they died like Patrick Ewing damn near, died as a New York <laughs> man, you know Dirk yeah, you know, yeah. Dirk you know so so how do you combat that as an owner like you know when you look at the Lakers and you look at the Nets and you look at how how do you feel about players that? are now talking to each other like hey Noel <laughs> let's me and you let's go to Washington play for Washington we'll bring you in we all play together like how, like,
10: how do you combat that? It's just that? part of the business, yeah. you know? If I can create a good environment where people want to come play with Luca, which I think they will, and come play with KP, which I think they will, come play for J. Kidd and Nico Harrison, then people want to come here. That's just, it's a very Darwinian business. You just got to keep on innovating, you know? You got to be agile, and um, that's what I try to do.
5: Do so you like that part of the business, the, these super teams?
10: Um, Gosh. It really doesn't bother me one way or the other, honestly, because karma's a bitch. (laughs) You know, you got it. As much as Mm -hmm. some of the super teams work, I remember back in 2010-11 season, there was a super team that got put together and got knocked off by a team that only had one all-star. Right. You know, and everybody thought we were going to get destroyed. And then they they won a couple, then LeBron leaves. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's fragile. You know, you look what happened last year. Right. You know, teams had injuries. Injuries, correct. Yeah. Now, you know, covid we got beat up last year with COVID where we had like six of our top eight guys out with COVID for a bunch of games. And, you know, there's just so many uncertainties in this business that as long as everybody plays by the same rules, I'm good. (laughs) You
6: know know what I did want to ask when it comes to business, too? With everything that's been happening the past couple of years, a lot of focus on black entrepreneurship and black women as entrepreneurs because we start a lot of businesses but get the least amount of money. Is that something that gets taken into consideration now on Shark Tank because it's a huge conversation now? Yeah,
10: absolutely. I mean, if you look at the number of people of color with businesses that come on this season, Season 13, which premieres October 8th on ABC, um, you're going to see a lot more. I think the pandemic that's one area like you were saying DJ, um that people started a lot more businesses. everybody mm-hmm. that was at home no choice. yeah mm-hmm. started businesses and we saw a lot of that um i invested in a woman arlen hamilton arlen hamilton who um the black woman who goes out there and invests only in in people of color mm-hmm. and you'll see a lot more than that and it's interesting because just like noel you know started in his community saw an opportunity and then built it out that's what we're seeing more of because right when we talk about there being fewer entrepreneurs that are people of color, that's a unique opportunity because the communities are still huge and have a ton of money. And now that we're starting to see more like yourself and others getting there, if you sell local, then you build to regional like Noel has done and national and international like Noel has done, that's the opportunity because people that look like me aren't there you know, in those communities to, to build those businesses. A lot of people, think, okay, we, what works there, we'll just move into those communities. When it's the exact opposite. The closer you are to your customer, the better business that you Absolutely. can build. And I think we're starting to see more entrepreneurs realize that, which creates more opportunities to for me to invest in people like Arlen and, and invest in more people, both men and women of color. i A well, pl-
8: proud of you and uh, the Earn Your Leisure guys. Because you, yeah. Yeah, you, guys, guys you guys have us on the forefront mm-hmm. and you guys are having the conversation. And we're seeing people that look like us talk about businesses.
5: Yeah, well, and that, the visualization the main is thing. important. Yeah, we try to teach people the things that we don't know, and we try to encourage people and show them how to do it, correct? Without taking somebody's money, like I tell everybody all the time, you know, a lot of people spend ten, twenty thousand dollars on uh, uh, seminars and correct. So my whole thing is, I'd rather you take that ten, twenty thousand dollars and try, because uh-huh. if you're gonna lose it, you're gonna lose it, correct? But at least you try. You put your effort to it, and we just try to encourage people and show them there is a way. That's why I love products like this where you can say, no, I started from nothing and I, I came up with this an idea and it's actually working. Correct. Hard work. I didn't have to sell drugs. I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do anything illegal. I'm trying to do it. I'm doing it the right way and I'm setting up something for my family. Well, tell people how they can get your product if they want to get your product and give me your Instagram and all that good stuff.
8: Yeah, so you can go to our website, twistitupcomb.com. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and cop that for us. There's a code twist TWISTME10. You can go ahead and get 10% off if you use it. Um, you got one for me now? A, I, I no, you got to buy, you gotta buy it. <laughs> every support. I need, right. you need, right. it I 10%? I need to buy yeah. one okay.
10: now.
5: <laughs> I said I need to buy one. I use it for my son. I use it for my son all the
8: time. Um, and then you can also get it on Amazon. Um, you can find it uh, in beauty supply stores across the East Coast um, and uh, come to a retail store near you.
6: Have you oh. done any NFTs yet? Or I have I know not. My...
8: So I'm like really big in uh, <laughs> stocks. Too, I'm telling you to, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm really big in stocks. I have some crypto. I'm just trying to find ways. My bread and butter that I love, I call it my wife, is real estate because the first business I've ever made six figures in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love rental property because no matter if the economy goes up or down, you still got to pay rent.
6: Well, not right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah,
8: That's changing though.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys for joining us. Noelle Lamar Cuban, thank you so much for joining us and keep us updated when you got the new products. Come on back and, and let's share these products with the world.
8: I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. All right. Man, it's man, the Breakfast Club. Come. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report. With
1: Angela Yee. On the Breakfast So
10: listen
6: up. Well, in New York alone, R. Kelly is facing up to 100 years in prison. That's 20 years for racketeering, 10 for each of his sex trafficking convictions, and his sentencing will take place in May. In the wake of all of that, his ex wife of 13 years, Andrea Kelly, has spoken about her feelings after he was convicted, and here's what she had to say.
4: Well, I sit in a very difficult place, because unlike the rest of his victims, I also share children with him. I was married to him, so I wear two hats. I wear the hat of a survivor and an advocate, but I also wear the hat of a mother and an ex-wife. So it's very difficult for me. I feel that my heart is in two places. Uh, my heart definitely goes out to the survivors and the courage that it takes to even come forward and tell the story. But my heart breaks as a mother because this is now the legacy that my children will have to deal with and their children's children. At the end of the day, you cannot walk away from your bloodline.
5: Yeah, I mean, I know she's a victim, but I'm sure she still has to want him to go to jail because she is a victim.
6: Yeah, she didn't say she didn't want him but to that's go what I mean, to jail. Yeah, but I mean, even for she herself. Said she
5: to two hats, but she has to want him to go to jail. She's a victim. She's seen the things that he's done to these women and herself so you gotta want him to go to jail for a long time it was forever. interesting to
6: me that people were mad at her for like why she was responsible and she knew what was going on and not understanding the things that she went through as well she nah, said at she one point victim. it was so bad she contemplated suicide at her lowest point and when she was on The View she talked about uh, how she was physically and mentally abused while they were married she said at one time he hogtied her in the bed raped her and then fell asleep without untying her and she said she suffers from PTSD and she wants to help out other victims as well. Now, here's what else you have to say, because they do have, uh, you know, as, as far as when it comes to their daughters even, what what is going to happen with that? Because, of course, you still, well, not of course, but that's a hard situation, right? If this is your dad, how do you feel? Here's what she said.
9: Your daughter, Joanne, said she still loved her father, but she felt she had to love him from a distance. And how does that relationship survive something like this
4: well i can't answer for my daughter because again i can only speak to my journey as his ex-wife and a survivor and an advocate but i think that that goes to say with any child it doesn't matter if your parents have a problem with drug addiction you are still going to love them because they are a part of your dna you share blood with them i also support my children in whatever they feel because at the end of the day it's their father
5: i think drug addiction is a, a whole lot different but the problem is is you know, say say, oh, Kelly is your father, and let's say he treated you fine, he treated you well. You've never seen any of this. He he, he did the things that a father's supposed to do, but then he has this other side. How do you deal with that? You know, do you still visit your dad that treated you well and? Supported you all your life, but you didn't know that side or do you say nah, this was a nasty side I don't want to be nowhere near this person. That's I'm a tough sure it's one. up to
6: the individual Yeah, and that's a Every, tough one. And everybody handles that differently
5: because we could say what we want to say But like I would never but you know, that's not your dad He didn't you know she may she might not have known this side R. Kelly might have did everything right as a father went to her mm. game supported her helped her, you know in her, her, her hardest times, but then he had this dark side that she didn't know about.
6: All right. Now, as far as Lisa Van Allen, she testified against him and she also was in the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. She was on with executive producer Tamara Simmons on Good Morning America. And here is what Lisa Van Allen had to say about R. Kelly's conviction.
9: It was awesome. I mean, you know, I almost cried about it because, you know, this is what I was looking for back in um, 2008. So I would say that I believe that the difference is this time around is that There's power in numbers. Um, A lot of people came forward. um, It's a lot of women empowerment going on and, you know, things like that. So I would say that um, maybe the time just wasn't right back
5: then. And what do you do with all Kelly's music at this point? You know, because do you separate the art and the person? Because he's created inspirational music, music that I'm sure has helped a lot of people through their life. But, you know, he's he's a monster. You know, same thing with the Cosby. Like, you know, Cosby got locked up, but he's created so much art that has helped so many people. Do you? What do you do in that situation?
6: Speaking of Bill Cosby, his spokesp- his spokesperson, Andrew Wyatt, spoke to TMZ and here is what he said about what Bill Cosby thinks at a time like this.
7: Oh boy. We talked about it today and stuff. the first thing he said, he was like, look, the guy was railroaded. As he said that Gloria already did the same thing that she did with him. You parade women out and you stir up the public sentiment uh, to go against him. And, and and that's what they did to R. Kelly. I see R. Kelly having a strong case on appeal. And I think when he gets to the appellate court and we get to the highest court in the land, I think we'll see a conviction overturned.
5: Yeah, sometimes Cosby and his representation should just be like, you know what, it's not my case, let me mind my business. It's totally two different things. You had doctors say that they knew R. Kelly had STDs and he was known giving it to other women that he's known for... No, it's totally two different
6: And things, Andrew Wyatt right? had some more to say. As we said, this is Bill Cosby's spokesman about Bill okay. Cosby. I mean, about R. Kelly.
7: This is a assault on successful black men who are doing great things. I think it's unfortunate that this man, even before he was ever brought to trial, he wasn't given bun. Uh he had to sit in jail. We see Harvey Weinstein who was out on bun. We see the black and white issue. We see this cancel culture issue in America. And we see what's the assault on successful black men who have wealth. And that's what we're seeing today.
5: Sometimes you just got to be quiet. Sit down and just be quiet. Doesn't concern you. Just just mind your business. All
6: right. Well, that is your rumor report.
5: Cosby just, just you're out, you're home. I know you're trying to get back into doing comedy shows. Just just it's no reason to even respond. His case has nothing to do with your case. Your representation should not be talking on another man's case.
6: It's probably the last person you went to. Yeah, that's
5: the last person you want defending <laughs> you at this point. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Up next, uh Donkey Today. Charlemagne is out, so if you want to give Donkey today, you can. And also, ask a ye. All right, you can get on the phones if you need relationship advice, any type of advice, call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club.
5: Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast (laughs) club.
1: It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's is how they choose.
0: <laughs> Call
1: in now,
5: 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is DeWan. Duwan what up, man? Who you want to give donkey to, bro? It's DJ
3: Evie, Charlamagne, and Angela Yee, man. I've been
5: trying, first of all, I'm trying to get
3: in uh, through the
5: line
3: for about a year or two now, so. You ain't here. But anyway, I want to tell you who the donkey of the day is today, man. Yesterday, I worked at, Uh, by the way, I worked at... In Toledo, Ohio. Okay. And uh, yesterday, we had an employee. Man, I guess he got to his wits in that. Uh, he punched out a supervisor. What? Wow. Yeah, man. Like I don't understand how a person could risk everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, because he would wanted- not the way the way the world is.
5: Well, that was his last day, and I think he knew
3: that. Yeah, man. They tried to catch him. Uh, before he uh left out, the security did, but he had already left out of the building. But they cut his badge off, you know what I'm saying, so he couldn't get back in. But oh yeah, gosh. that was
5: crazy, man. <laughs> now, what did you do when he punched the supervisor?
3: I was, like, listening to the radio when they was calling for security. Like, security, the security, you know what I'm saying, the supervisor was running like, somebody help me, somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you help him? And then he tripped, bro. He, like, tripped and fell while he was trying to run. And mind you, the dude that punched him probably was, like, five two. This supervisor was, like, 6'2". 270, two, easy.
6: You know
3: oh, wow. what I'm saying? So it was, like, shocking that it happened, you know what I'm saying? But, That's an exciting but yeah, can work day. I put my, uh, my group in, though, before y'all let me go. Go ahead, brother. All right, check me out on uh, Facebook groups, man. Sneaker Tweakers. Sneaker. You, would, you would like it, Uh, Envy, man. I talk about sneaker culture, shoes. I give you all the deals, raffles, all of that. Sneaker all right. Tweakers
5: on Facebook groups. I'm going to check it out. All right, thanks, bro. All right, brother. Uh-huh. Hello, who's this? Uh-huh. What's up, what's up? Good morning. This is Sincere. Hey, sincerely, Who you want to give Donkey to, man? Man, I gotta
2: give the donkey of the day to Fat Joe, bro. Why? Wow, what Fat
4: Joe do? Now watch him out. That's my see brother. So watch him
2: between out. We him and Ja. Yo,
5: son was mad, disrespectful, man. Like he, from the beginning, he was wildin'. Well, I mean, that's what verses is. They are usually disrespectful to each other. If you seen the locks and the dipset one, they get nah, disrespectful to each other. Yeah, nah, but it was
2: nah. But he was he was kind of like throwing shots at women. He apologized you know for that. He he apologized you know, for that words and stuff like that, man. And I and I felt I, I, I seen the escalation in J's attitude,
3: and I, I felt that same that same rise in disrespect.
9: And I felt when he
5: shut
0: that shit down, though he, he apologized, though.
5: He apologized, and then you got to understand this oh, too. Yeah. If you ever, if you ever go to a battle, you get upset. Sometimes you take it too far, and sometimes your friend got to check you. I mean, I've been in that situation where I went too far, up here, Yeah. And, and usually he'd oh. be like, "E, chill out," or would be like, "E, chill out," and that's what he did. And He apologized after we all make mistakes, and he apologized. He sent little more flowers, apologized to He did what was right. He was in his feelings, though, Envy. He? he was in his feelings, bro. He was in Warmo. He, was- he, he was in the Bronx. He was Trinity Ave. He was ready to go to war. Hey, that
2: was bragging I dragged him across the stage all night. It it
11: was, it was bad. The bad boys
2: lost this one, man. They lost this one. Well, thank you, brother.
11: Hello, who's this? This is Charlene from um, North Carolina. You sound mad. mad. (laughs) Why you sound so mad? Because I am, there. Uh, I gotta be to work at eight thirty. After picking my daughter up late last night, she was went to the Jay Cole concert last night. Concert was supposed to start at eight o'clock and didn't start until after eleven o'clock.
4: Mm-mm. She said his
11: voice was red he's apologetic. He Twenty one seconds, come on until later. And yeah, I'm pissed because now I gotta be to work and I only got a little bit of sleep.
6: Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. But on the flip side, your daughter had a great time last night, and you a great mom for for supporting that. No, she didn't have a good time. She was disappointed. Oh, she was disappointed. Almost two hours for tickets, and she didn't get what she wanted. So, and oh I, damn. Uh, okay.
5: Well, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Mama. I'm sorry.
6: Who do we need to call?
5: All righty, damn. She sound pissed. She, God, like she was mama so mad. All night. <laughs> now she got to go to work. She, thought she was gonna be in bed by twelve. Take it to bed by three. I'm not
6: gonna lie. That happens to me all the time. I be planning out my night. Like, okay, I'm gonna get four hours of sleep. I'm gonna get it, and then when it doesn't work out, I be tight. All right. right. Well, it looks like uh, J. Cole apologized. He said, Philly and Detroit off-season tour. We've been hitting delays on shows because the production is taking too long for the crew to put up. I apologize for the inconvenience. I hate playing with people's time and money. We're working to get it sorted out.
5: And what people got to understand, and not to say that this is right, but, you know, when these tours go from city to city, they travel from city to city. So, you know, the next tour, let's say, is in Philly. They have to leave North Carolina and they have to break down. Then they have to drive to Philly. Then they have to put everything back up together, do testing and all that stuff. And then when they leave, they got to break down and go to another city. And sometimes there are delays, whether it's on the road. It could have been weather or it could have been anything with delays. But it does happen. But three hours is is definitely disrespectful. But he apologized. All right. Now, up next, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need uh, advice, relationship advice, any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: What, 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 you want, know Baby mama issues, Need and words of wisdom Call up now for Ask Ye 800-585-1051 The Breakfast Club Come on Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice?
5: Call up now for Ask Ye Keep
1: the bread.
5: Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee Charlamagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club It's time for Ask Ye. And we have Danny on the line now. Danny called earlier, and she had a very strange situation. Now, Danny, what happened this morning?
9: Oh, so this happened over the weekend, like last weekend. Um, I got kicked out of my my ex's house naked, mm-hmm. and he busted my back window
5: out. So, why did he kick you out?
9: So, somebody texted my phone and said, "Are you okay?" Because it was an accidental daytime um, call.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: But I have my phone on vibrate, and
6: it just still went bad. Like, <laughs> so the person who texted your phone. It was somebody new that you're dating.
9: We're not dating, we're just like casually talking. And um, yeah, so it was an accident and yeah, he just,
6: he blew up. So you were cheating on your boyfriend? No, this is her ex-boyfriend.
9: Ex-boyfriend, yeah, but we were still dealing around.
6: Okay, a couple of things here. No matter what, right? If you catch somebody cheating on you or whatever happens, you shouldn't kick somebody naked out of your house and throw a brick at their window. To me, that's a red flag that that's not somebody you need to be with at all. Period. So, was he was he normally this volatile? Um, no, not necessarily. No. So, are you thinking that you're in the wrong and you're apologetic, or what's happening? No, I'm not in the wrong. I
9: even I went down to sleep. And everything, and that's from my line. Like, can you stop these
5: charges Steve? And I'm just like, oh my god, like, and my mom's even like, if you don't, you, if you stop these if I'm gonna stop talking to you. I'm like, oh my god, like, I right. mean, I'm not gonna front, you know, I no. know this is ask uh, ye, but I, I understand why he got upset. But throwing you out naked and throwing a brick through your window is crazy, it's
6: complete it, disrespect. It crazy that's yeah. crazy, it, it was so
9: embarrassing, like, it was really embarrassing. It wasn't even about the car because the car can get fixed. It was about
6: the humiliation and the embarrassment. Like, and also, that's violent. What if that brick, What if you would have crashed? What if that brick would have hit you? What if the glass, you know what I'm saying? Like, he endangered your life. Exactly. I just thank
9: God I had clothes
6: in my car. Oh, so you
5: can't even get your clothes. So where's your wallet in your pocketbook? I had I had that. I had all that. Oh, so you uh, grabbed, you grabbed your wallet in your pocketbook that's and took off. Funny. It was bad. And yeah. what time of the day was it?
9: This was in the morning. Like it was like the sun wasn't even out
5: yet. So people were outside. No, nobody
6: was outside. Oh. That's why I was happy. And, and for him to kick you out, was he physically pushing you?
5: Yes, oh. I got
6: scrapes, bruises, everything on my leg. It's bad. Oh, hell no. He, he threw no. you out
5: like Jazzy Jeff. So he threw you like, oh, like threw you out. Yes, like some Uncle Phil's
6: like The <laughs> fact that he put his hands on you, insane. What, what are you advise yes. him to do? I mean, what is there to do? (laughs) Never talk to him again. Like your mother said, you press charges. Go on ahead and press those charges. Look, you would have been in the wrong if that would. Well, not even because you guys were just still messing around, but not together. So I just think that he really overreacted. Like that was uncalled for. That's above overreacting. That is, he has a problem. Yes, he does. I don't think yes, a woman should does. do that to a man. I don't think a man should do that to a woman. When you get angry, if your first response is to put your hands on somebody, physically do that to them, try to humiliate and embarrass them, and then also destroy their property, that's a few different things going on.
9: Right. Yeah. But I, I think you guys should let me get
6: through. Okay, I agree with your mama.
5: <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. Guys. And, and let me ask you a question. Why you got an extra change of clothes in the, in the car? Just Just for this reason right here? overnight bags when I was over there. Oh my goodness. All right, Mama. Jeesh. <laughs> Ask ye 1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice or anything. Call ye right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: Some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye.
5: Morning everybody is DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is
9: Tiana from
5: Hey, what's your question for you?
9: Um, I'm just trying to see how do I handle with my boyfriend. My kid's dad just came back from out of state for about three years now. And my boyfriend is getting kind of really jealous. And he thinks that I kind of pretty much, he's like, he takes me, he was like, well, if you would tell me if you still want him, right? And I'm like, I told you plenty of times because back then he came about three years ago. And I was like, that's a wrap.
6: I don't do abusive relationships. So my boyfriend is really jealous. Okay. He's not just jealous, but also insecure, right? Yeah. And that is unattractive. But look, at the end of the day, and I'm, I am I can tell this is how you feel. Your kids come first, but of course you value your boyfriend. So at this point, it's not something that he's used to. This is something different in the relationship because your children's father hasn't been around prior to this really, Right. Right. So you also have to look at it from his point of view because it is causing him to be insecure and he's asking you these questions. And understandably, like, if he had an ex that, you know, he had children with that he you never had to deal with and then all of a sudden she was back around, you might feel a little bit of insecurity as well. I
9: mean, it's somewhat like that because he has a lot of kids but he has custody of half of them. Mm-hmm. But, so, I mean, I mean, I get it, I understand, but, like, I told him my kids that hit me, so that's like a none. And right. I don't do that, so I just want him to understand. But he feel like, okay, maybe he
6: still wants him. Yeah, you know what? All you can do is ask him how can you make him feel more comfortable with the situation and if there's some type of boundaries that he needs for you to set. And, you know, it's certain things like if he knows that, you know, your, your your ex is around, make sure that you are still communicating with him and you don't just go ghost. You know, certain things like okay. that. And I think it also takes time for people to feel more comfortable in a situation that's right. new. This is something brand new. But tell him and that... recent. Like, within,
9: like, this past week, recent.
6: Yeah, so you have to give him a moment also to get adjusted, right? Because right. he's also trying to protect himself. And so being, being sympathetic to that, you know, be understanding now, if he's nagging you... And it's really causing a strain on the relationship in the future, then that's going to be a real issue. But all you can do is have a conversation. Tell him, okay, let's set up some boundaries, some parameters. I want to make sure you feel as comfortable as possible. I can reassure you a thousand times, I would never go back to this person. But I can show you better than I can just tell you. So let's just make sure that we have okay. that understanding because I value you. I value our relationship, and I don't want this to come in between us, but I also value my children above everything else, and I do want their right. father to be in their life. So I want to make sure this works for all of us. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Because you love your man, right? Of course. I've been here for like a year and a half. All right. So, yeah, don't let some outside forces that – are out of your control mess up your relationship i'm a big fan of making sure everybody understands in a relationship it's us against everybody right except your kids because you know that comes first <laughs> of course <laughs> all right so be a little understanding i will Thanks so much no problem all
5: right well that was ask ye 800 585 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice you can call ye now we got rumors on the way
6: Yes, and earlier a woman called and she was upset during Donkey of the Day because she took her daughter to a concert where J. Cole was performing and things went astray, It was super late, everybody was disappointed. Well, we'll tell you what happened from J. Cole's point of view.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Baby, you spitting. So Wednesday is hump day, middle of the week. Good morning, everybody. It's also
6: National Coffee Day. And it's also my brother's birthday. Happy Happy birthday.
5: birthday. Yeah, Mm -hmm. does your brother still bake food? Yes. When's the last time he brought in
6: anything up here? Up here? You can't come up here. It's a pandemic. Oh, Oh, I
5: usually send you with food. and I
6: have a lot of stuff.
5: Oh, you never share with me?
6: Okay, right, I will all Last right. time you tried to do some reads and you had an edible You were stuttering all over the place
5: <laughs> You're absolutely right Yeah, absolutely. We still right. have that audio Oh my goodness, alright, well let's get to the rumors <laughs> Let's talk J. Cole
2: It's about time What's going on? Yeah.
1: Rumor Report, Rumor Report This is the Rumor Report talk. With Angela Yee On The Breakfast Club
6: Okay, so in North Carolina, a lot of people were upset about J. Cole. Now, he had an event at the Greensboro Coliseum. It was supposed to start at 8 p.m., but doors didn't even open until 10, 15 p.m. Now, we found out about this initially because one of our amazing Breakfast Club family members called in this morning and said this. Uh, I gotta be to
11: work at 8.30 after picking my daughter up late last night she was went to the J. Cole concert last night. Concert was supposed to start at 8 o'clock and then start until after 11 o'clock. Mm-mm. She said his voice was red. He's will apologetic. 21 seconds. didn't come on until later and yeah I'm pissed because now I gotta be to work and I only got a little bit of sleep.
6: Oh I'm sorry yeah. to hear that but on the flip side your daughter had a great time last night and you're a great mom for, for supporting that. No, she didn't have a potential, she disappointed. Sheesh, well, we had to figure out what happened and J. Cole has already since apologized and explained that there's been these delays because of production, here's what he said.
0: They're about to open doors to Greensboro right now. I apologize for the lateness, that's the point of this whole video. When we came out on the off-season tour, we wanted to do this shit big, we got a big ass goal, bigger lights than we ever had, more lights than we ever had, big ass court on the stage. And while the show is amazing, we didn't account for the fact that it takes way longer to load this into the house. So we experienced some delays. So Greensboro, we about to open the doors right now. We're gonna get the show moving.
6: Right, so unfortunately he was there, he was ready, but yeah, it, it production depends. delays and issues and he's apologetic. And by the way, Philly and Detroit, they have some new dates for those shows.
0: Philly, tomorrow's a nine hour drive from Greensboro. To Philly. It's not enough time for us to get the production from here all the way to Philly and get the show up in time. So we need to move the Philly show. Also, the Detroit show. We have the new dates. Detroit, your new date is October 25th for the off-season tour. Philly, your new date is October 27th. I apologize for the inconvenience. I know people don't hire babysitters. Some people drive in from out of town. I hate this sh-
6: yeah, yeah, you how tell he really cares, too, to have done that and explained it and let people know exactly what was going on behind the scenes. You know, he's a perfectionist, so I can't imagine that this feels good.
5: But. Yeah, now I know what happens and I know people are upset, but the bad thing about it, like he said, to get all that in, to load in and load out and to set all that stuff up, it is a process and it takes a long time. And he wants the show to be great. He doesn't want to half-ass you guys on the show. You pay all that money for tickets and he wants to give you as, as the best performance he possibly can so I get it
6: yeah you up the production but not accounting for how much longer it's going to take to set everything up correct and once you all drive, and they got to drive the trucks there any type of delays could happen too so I'm sure it's a process All right, now Academics for his podcast uh, Off the Record he has 21 Savage on the episode that actually drops today and one of the things that they uh, posted in the teaser is 21 Savage talking about how future is bigger than Drake in Atlanta
2: if I wasn't a rapper, I don't feel like I still would listen to
7: Drake for real. Wait,
2: like what? when you ain't no rapper, all them statistics don't mean <laughs> a Regular street <laughs> don't give a about, <laughs> about how many times you went number one. The farthest they think is the club. Who's selling this club out? That's who they think is the biggest <laughs> Like in Atlanta, it's a lot of <laughs> who you really can't tell them future ain't bigger than Drake. Really? Oh God, <laughs> I used to think that.
5: Drake ain't really no big mixtape artist like that.
2: He's Every future music. album I ever heard was a, a bootleg.
5: Futures huge in Atlanta. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't. And I don't think bigger than Drake. There's. I don't think there's any artist out there that is bigger than Drake when it comes to this hip hop coach. I think Drake and Lil Baby. I I, I, I don't know. And I, I go to well, Atlanta this is Twenty One
6: Savages. You know, he lives yeah. in Atlanta, so being from living there and and seeing what it's like there and Futures from Atlanta.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: He's, he's like a hometown hero.
5: I wonder if he meant growing up. I mean, a couple of years ago or right now. I'm curious.
6: He's saying most people there in Atlanta think future's bigger than Drake. Really? Yeah, because they're not thinking about numbers. You're not thinking, you're thinking nah, about No, no, no.
5: Just even yeah. with just the, the influence of Drake and his music. I mean, he has huge records in the club. But then again, so does Future. So
6: that's a, a great link up, though, when Future and Drake work together. Yeah, they
5: all work with each other anyway. So that's dope, though. Yeah.
6: All right. Now, Boosie is saying that his Instagram got deleted again because he feels like it's because he asked Drake to promote <clears throat> to promote his movie. Now he posted, "My IG was taken for nothing again. They must have found out I have a film that I'm promoting. Please continue to buy my film despite this move to stop the success of." my struggle y'all all all i got against these powerful people buy it twice to boost my first week numbers thank you Mm -hmm. he said they saw me reach out to drake for help smh go buy my movie three times f these people so he goes on to talk about adam asseri who is the head of instagram who he feels is responsible if you guys recall we did have adam on the breakfast club and specifically asked him about boosie
7: why does boosie keep getting taken down adam (laughs) We gotta draw the line somewhere. And it's, a nudity,
10: <laughs> it's a nudity policy. We try to be clear, you can appeal, but if you get a, too many strikes, the thing, you know.
7: Does Instagram understand culture though, right? Cause you got people like Lil Duval, Lil Bootsy, whose page always get taken down. And it could be do, for doing things like using the N word, but they're using it in like the context of that's my N word, yeah. but it'll get taken down for like racial slurs. Or really? Something like that. Yeah.
10: Yeah, so it's tough because no, we don't understand culture perfectly at all. <laughs> we're clear, you can't at, at our scale. Um, and so there are things where we just have to, we have to draw the line or define a rule that is practical for us to actually enforce.
6: All right. So that's the explanation. And I know earlier, you know, today is my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about he has made edibles for us before. Mm-hmm. And we talked about why we cannot give envy edibles. And here is the reason why.
5: Oh, now, I no, remember, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing yeah. it for me. <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me explain <laughs> So, hey. Oh no! Nah, I nah, remember, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing the promo. Yeah, Angelique gave me a cookie. One more time. Oh no! Nah, no, nah, remember, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing yeah, the I. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was in that cookie, and I ate it. You did know what I it,
6: didn't was. Know it was. not know what was in it, that cookie. Stop it! Stop and we were it! You asked here, for it.
5: We were up here, and <laughs> I ate it, and then I tried to do my job, and this is what it sounded like. <laughs> oh no! Nah, I nah, remember, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing yeah, the problem. <laughs>
6: but it may just be uh, sounding like that sometimes.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: <laughs>
6: Anyway, so yes, and one last thing: shout out to my guy Donnell Rawlings. He's filming his Netflix special in Charlotte tonight and tomorrow. So if anybody is in Charlotte, uh, make sure you check that out. I'm actually flying out there because you know I got to be there because Donnell's like one of my besties. So
5: I think he's infatuated with me and Charlemagne.
6: One more time, please.
5: I think he's. Infatu- <laughs> oh no, nah, no, nah, remember, I'm doing, it, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. It me. I, th- I think he's infatuated with me and Charlemagne.
6: Oh, all right. Well, that is your rumor report. You can't just tell them congratulations.
5: Oh no, because every time you post something, it's me and Charlemagne wearing some sleek, uh, scandalous stuff. So those aren't real. No, those aren't real. No. All, all right. right. Well, congrats to Donald oh, no, Rollins. All right. <laughs> Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. Oh now no, remember, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing the
1: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
5: Hey what up y'all, it's DJ Envy and The General Insurance is all about making your life easier. The General has flexible payment options and they allow you to choose your payment date and how you pay. They accept cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply.
1: It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's how they choose. Call in now, 800-585-1051.
5: Hello, who's this? This is DeWan. Duwan what up, man? We you want to get donkey too, bro? It's
3: DJ Evie, Charlamagne, and Angela Yee, man.
5: I've been trying, first of all, trying to get in
3: uh, through the line for uh, about a year or two now, so. You ain't here. But anyway, I want to tell you the donkey of the day is today, man. Yesterday I work at, Uh, by the way, I work at in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. And uh, yesterday, we had an employee, man. I guess he got to his wit's that that uh, he punched out a supervisor. What? Wow. Yeah, man. Like, I don't understand how a person could risk everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's he wouldn't. The way the way the world is.
5: Well, that was his last day, and I think he knew that.
3: Yeah, man. They tried to catch him uh, before he uh left out. The security did, but he had already left out of the building. But they cut his badge off, you know what I'm saying, so he couldn't get back in. But, oh, my Yeah, gosh. that was crazy,
5: man. And <laughs> what did you do when he punched the supervisor?
3: I was like listening to the radio when they was calling for security, like security, the security, you know what I'm saying, the supervisor was running like, somebody help me, somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you help him? And then he tripped, bro. He like tripped and failed while he was trying to run. And mind you, the dude that punch team probably was like 5'2". This supervisor was like 6'2", 270, two easy. You oh, know what wow. I'm saying? So it was like shocking that it happened. You know what I'm saying? But, That's an exciting but yeah, work day. I put my, my group in though before y'all let me go? Go ahead, brother. All right, take me out on uh, Facebook groups, man. Sneaker tweakers, sneaker. you would you would like it, uh? Envy, man. I talk about sneaker culture, shoes. I give you all the deals, raffles, all of that. Sneaker all right. tweakers on Facebook groups.
5: I'm gonna check it out. All right, thanks, bro. All right, brother. Uh-huh. Hello, who's this? Uh-huh. What's up? What's up? Good morning. This is Sincere. Hey, Sincere, who you wanna give donkey to, man?
2: Man, I gotta give the donkey of the day to Fat
7: Joe,
5: bro. Why? What Fat Joe do? Now, watch him out.
2: That's my brother, so watch him out. him and Ja, yo, son was mad, disrespectful,
5: man. Like he, from the beginning, he was wildin'. Well, I mean, that's what Versus is. They're usually disrespectful to each other. If you've seen the locks in the dip set one, they get nah, disrespectful to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Nah, but he was he was kind of like throwing shots at women. He apologized, you know, man, for, that. Little, he apologized for that. He apologized for that. And stuff like that, man. And I, and I felt Ja, I, I, I seen the escalation in God's attitude. And I, I felt that same that same rise in disrespect and nah, I felt they, when he shut that he, down though. He apologized though.
5: He apologized. And then you gotta understand this oh, too. Yeah. If you ever if you ever go to a battle or you get upset, sometimes you take it too far. And sometimes your friend gotta check you. I mean, I've been in that situation where I went too far up here. Yeah. And, and usually he'd be oh. like, E chill out, or Charlotte be like, E chill out. And that's what he did, and he apologized after. We all make mistakes and he apologized. He said little more Flowers apologized if he He did what was right. He was in the ceilings,
0: though, Envy. He? he was in the ceilings, bro. He was in Walmart. He, he was in
2: the Bronx. He was Trinity Ave. He was ready to sh- go to war. Hey! Y'all was dragging it. you dragged him across the stage all night. It, it was bad. The bad boys lost this one, man. They lost this one. Well, thank you, brother. Hello, who's this?
11: This is Charlene from um, North Carolina. You Charlene, sound, why sound so mad.
2: mad. <laughs> why you sound so mad? <laughs>
11: Because I am, there. I, I gotta be to work at eight thirty. After picking my daughter up late last night, she was went to the Jay Cole concert last night. Concert was supposed to start at eight o'clock and it start until after eleven o'clock. Mm-mm. She said his voice was raspy, he's real apologetic. Twenty one seconds, he didn't come on, until later. And yeah, I'm pissed because now I gotta be to work and I only got a little bit of sleep.
6: Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. But on the uh, flip side, your daughter had a great time last night, and you a great mom for for supporting that. No, she didn't have a good time. She was disappointed. Oh. She was disappointed. Almost took her house for tickets, and she didn't get what she wanted, so. And oh, I, damn.
5: Uh, okay. Well, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Mama. i
6: Who do we need to call?
5: All righty. Damn. She sound pissed. She, she was, like, was so mad. Night. <laughs> now she got to go to work. She, thought she was going to be in bed by 12. Take it to bed by 3. I'm not
6: going to lie. That happens to me all the time. I be planning out my night. Like, okay, I'm going to get four hours of sleep. I'm going to get it, and then when it doesn't work out, I be tight. All right. Well, it looks like uh, J. Cole apologized. He said, Philly and Detroit off-season tour. We've been hitting delays on shows because the production is taking too long for the crew to put up. I apologize for the inconvenience. I hate playing with people's time and money. We're working to get it sorted out.
5: And what people got to understand, and not to say that this is right, but, you know, when these tours go from city to city, they travel from city to city. So, you know, the next tour, let's say, is in Philly. They have to leave North Carolina and they have to break down. And they have to drive to Philly. Then they have to put everything back up together, do testing and all that stuff. And then when they leave, they got to break down and go to another city. And sometimes there are delays, whether it's on the road, it could have been weather, or it could have been anything with delays. But it does happen. But three hours is is definitely disrespectful. But he apologized. All right, well, that's donkey of the day. Charlemagne should be back tomorrow. Up next, we got the positive note and more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And don't forget, we got Powerhouse NYC. All right. It goes down November 21st, featuring Migos, Moneybag Yo, Polo G, Saweetie, Capella Gray, Spin King and Friends, and more. All right. Now, if you want to go, we'll fly you to New York City. We'll get you into the car to pay for your hotels. All you got to do is text the keyword WIN to 37911 that's courtesy of remy martin so again good luck dial carefully and we'll see you at powerhouse NYC. now everybody uh shout to everybody that came out to our last real estate seminar in atlantic city so we're doing our last seminar of the year it's the biggest one that we do we do a jacob javits center each and every year we have so many people coming to talk maybe Angela, if you're in town i would love to get you to talk to the thousands of people that we usually have about just being a woman entrepreneur all the businesses that you have uh, he has uh, numerous amounts of properties. Uh, she has numerous business. Uh, as a woman, as a I don't want really to say as a woman, as an entrepreneur, she does her damn thing. She's very inspiring, and I would love to get you on one of ours if if you would. Like oh, to come I, yeah,
6: absolutely. You know, I'm in. Maybe we could um, yeah, let's figure that out. Cause I actually my coffee is in Detroit now at Central Kitchen. So I might come and try to do something there also. Well,
5: yeah, this is gonna be Sunday, December fifth, in New York the Jacob Jackson oh, Center. Oh,
6: sorry, I wasn't listening. No,
5: you wasn't listening. But it's Sunday, so <laughs> I would love to get you. To, I'm serious. I would love to get you. To, I mean, we have everybody speaking. We have wholesaling. We have credit repair. We have uh, Auction.com, who helps people get the deals. We have hard money lending. We have um, people that just do it. You know, I own 300 units. Caesar owns 1,600 units. You have a bunch of different houses, properties, and everything I would love to get you to come up there and talk and see how you got your start cuz
6: okay yeah cuz I actually have something else that I'm really excited about that's a little different that I'm doing um, for the next investment that I'm doing that's gonna be upstate New York so that could be something really interesting right. for us to discuss and my coffee shop actually a uh, nest seekers real estate we share the space with them Oh, okay so you know I also have taken all the I'm about to take the real estate class to get my license
5: Oh, dope. I, I was thinking about doing that, too, as well. You but,
6: should do it. You take the online classes, and, and then, then you, gotta go you take just the test, go take yeah? the test in person.
5: Yeah, so I might do that as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, absolutely. I, I, so, years in. December f- uh, 5th, years in. And I wanna, I'm want to. i going to take pictures Full of rate. your cribs. Okay. So that way people can see the cribs that you have, how you Airbnb. And unlike most people, ye and myself, we kind of figured it out on our own. He was just like, hey, Envy, there's some hot properties in Detroit. Let's buy them. And we bought them and didn't know what to do and, and figured it, <laughs> like literally figured it out on our own. It and you know
6: what? I'm about to sell one of my houses in Detroit. So what I'll do is when I go there, I'll get a video so you guys can see what it looks like now from how it looked in the beginning.
5: Absolutely. And
6: then I also have a condo in Williamsburg so I can show you guys um, what that looks like. And then, yeah, a couple of other properties in Brooklyn.
5: Okay. All right. Well when we come back, we got the positive note, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, yeah, you got a um positive note?
6: Yes, and you know today is National Coffee Day. So in support of Coffee Uplifts People, a good day starts with a positive attitude and a great cup of coffee.
2: Breakfast Club bitches. Are y'all finished or y'all done?